Proverbs chapter 23, verses 19 through 21. Listen, my son, and be wise, and keep your heart on the right path. Do not join those who drink too much wine, or gorge themselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them in rags. Don't smoke, don't drink, don't <laughs> chew, don't go with girls who do. Have you ever heard that before, Eric? Did you grow I, up hearing that? Do that again. That's good. <laughs> don't smoke, don't drink, don't chew, don't go with girls who do. <laughs> in, the, in the Midwest, that was a thing. I was taught that phrase at some point. I was like, okay, got it. And it's you know, if you think about it, it's somewhat similar to this verse from Proverbs. Do not join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat. For drunkards and gluttons become poor. It's kind of like keep yourself unstained by the by the riffraff. You know, don't don't hang out with those folks. And uh, now, what I find interesting about this is this is really good advice. This is good advice when you have a young man or woman that you're training up, as Proverbs is designed to do. But the pitfall in it, of course, is self-righteousness. It's kind of like the older brother in the parable of the prodigal. The older brother thinks of himself as the one who would never, ever squander his father's wealth, would never be seen with prostitutes. He doesn't smoke, drink, or chew, or go with girls or do. He doesn't do those things like those sinners over there. And it can quickly become a self All of a sudden now, if you take this on, this, this good advice if you make it into your main thing, if you make this simple advice into your main thing, now you're sinning too, right? You're not drinking or doing the things those sinners do, as it says here in the uh, proverb, but now you're in a whole different world of hurt with your relationship with God because you don't think you have need for God and you're judging other people and you're just as much in need of that redemption as anybody else. I just wanted to point that out in some ways because that's been my journey a little bit. You know, I, I grabbed on to the Boy Scout for Jesus mentality early. Uh, I learned that if I keep my reputation squeaky clean, things will go well for me. And there's just some spiritual pitfalls in that I wanted to point out. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I, I was thinking while you were speaking of uh, why so much conflict arises uh, between father and son during the teenage years. Mm. And um, you could blame it on a harsh father who, who really is a poor teacher and is not really leading by example. But I think it may have something to do with uh, the lack of communication that happens during those years because the mm -hmm. son is changing physiologically and, mm. and probably mentally and may have indulged in some of these activities that actually he views the father as looking um, down on it. He doesn't mm -hmm. agree with. And, and oftentimes guilt is the uh, kind of the mother of conflict uh, between uh, uh, mm. children and parents, it, particularly in these crucial years of the teenage years, the hardest years for a parent, because the child is actually going through a natural evolution from being a child to being an adult or near adult with all of the things that are going to flow from that, including making decisions that are going to have an effect on the course of your life. 
mm-hmm. <clears throat> but to know that there may be, you know, more to um, the adversity between, uh, you know, it's, it's like the prodigal son. You, it was so great you mm-hmm. mentioned that. Yeah, because the prodigal son is is what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and look what he does. He does exactly what this uh, the father in this proverb is saying not to do, but he didn't listen. Right. right, he wanted to have it all now, and he was anxious to have it all now, and his mind and his body, you know, it just took him to all the wrong places, and uh, suddenly, you know, life meaning the reality of living life, uh, you know, mm-hmm. bites you. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you're kind of trapped in sort of a spiral down. And, you know, and then you feel guilty about going back to the father and saying, father, right. forgive me because I have sinned against you and God. It's a, it's a fascinating little verse here, but it's also fascinating because it's a very important parable that goes to fathers and sons and all of the things that can go radically wrong, you know, in in those relationships. 